When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Well, let's check in and see how everybody's last few days have been. This is What's the Haps. Hey, what's the Haps? All right, Amy, what's happening with you? Well, I finally feel back to normal after about food poisoning. What would happen? It was horrible. We went out to eat, and I got a salmon salad, and I can never have salmon again, ever. It does that. No, I'm I'm done. It's ruined, done. Because your whole association with it is just a few vomiting. Yeah, Yeah, the whole restaurant now, and we eat there often, and I'm kind of done with the whole, I can't even. I'll tell you uh, what restaurant it wasn't. Sonic. Sonic rocks. <laughs> yes. That's true. That ain't happening that. to Sonic. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. All right, it was so, awful. What? Like I wanted to die bad. How long until it hit you that something was going on? It hit me in my sleep. So oh, we had had dinner. Goodness. But I mean, today's the first day where I'm sort of feeling back to normal because I was dehydrated and weak yesterday. But then today mm. I'm like back. But yeah, Saturday night, awful, awful. I kind of was dreaming that I felt sick. And then I woke up from my dream and I was like, this is real. I'm sick. So then probably probably from like 2 a.m. to like 1, 2 p.m. the next day, just brutal. How many holes? And then. <laughs> One or two. Multiple holes? Multiple orifices. Yeah, yeah that's oh. tough. And yeah. I don't even like saying that. That's but tough. I know that everybody goes through it and just know that I feel you. And now I know. I've never had it this bad ever. And I know that I'm a horrible sick person. I like, think you've run salmon for me too now. I, I, <laughs> okay, I, me too then. I'm such a horrible sick person that now I know. Like if I were to get real sick, I'd probably just tap out. Mm, just die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how, that, I mean, I'm not, I don't handle it well. I want to know after the segment's over where you went. Okay. Have I ever been there? Yes. Hey, it ain't Sonic though. Uh-uh. That's right. No way. That's right. Hey. hey. 
loves the hat. I'm going to tell you guys a story. So over the weekend, well, we were going to be gone this weekend. We decided last minute to stay home. And so stayed home. We woke up on Saturday and Matt Carney was playing a show in town. Matt Carney played at, well, when Kayla and I, she says when she knew she loved me, we were at a Matt Carney concert in Oklahoma City. And then Matt Carney played at our engagement or when I proposed to her. And so here's a clip of Matt Carney, Nothing Left to Lose. Good morning, we'll see you like we were so he's an amazing artist, and we're like, why don't we just go to that show tonight since we're here? And since it's an in-town show, it's tough to hit up somebody that's having a show in town because it's a home show, and they have like a guest list of like 60 people, and they're having to you know, do a lot of entertaining before they entertain. And so I was like, we'll just get online and buy some tickets. So I get on. I can't find any on the floor together. And I was like, okay, here's some. And I buy them on StubHub. Boop, click, got them. Person emails me, like, here are your tickets. And now you just, you know, scan them at the window on your phone. So we go, and it says uh, Section X on the thing. And we went by to see Matt before the show. He was on his bus. And we went by, and we're hanging out for a little bit. He goes, I don't know if there's a Section X. I think you guys got scammed. And I was like, us too. Do we just pay for these tickets and we're getting scammed? And he's like, if Section X doesn't work, just text me, and I'll make sure you guys have a seat somewhere in there. I was like, great. So we go, and they beep, beep us in, we'll walk in, and I guess they're good tickets, and they keep walking us in, and we're going, I was like, wow, these are pretty good. We're, we're like up in the front half of the auditorium, closer. They put us in chairs where your knees are literally touching the stage. They're not seats built in the place. They're like extra chairs they put in because it was sold out. Extra. X. <laughs> Way too close. Extra. I love seats up front. But we are so close. Again, I could take my finger and touch the speaker like this. <laughs> Just touch it with my pointer finger. Right there on the front of the stage. I, I'm looking and I can look down and see the set list below his feet. So we're so close. And before he comes out, I was like, I got to tell him to watch out for us when he comes. Because he's going to be like, what is happening? So I text him. I go, hey, dude, don't spit. We're, and he walks out. And it's hard for him to even see us because he has to look straight down. <laughs> so awkward. Awesome. Our ears hurt. We were a little too close to the speaker. But so awkward. I looked at his, and it's weird because I don't want to look up and make eye contact with him the whole time because I'm so close. So I watched his shoes and his knees for most of the show. <laughs> and then it was an excellent show, but just way too close. Which, by the way, front row seats, overrated in general. You want to be about a third of the way back in the middle-ish for like the perfect seat. But great show, just X meant extra close. <laughs> that's <laughs> and you, crazy. And you don't, yeah, it was crazy. It's weird. And you don't want to be extra close. So that's my story. Hey! Hey, what's the hat? Lunchbox, what's happening with you? Oh, stupid doll got me again, guys. I was going to Florida this past weekend. I go to the airport on Friday, get there, get on the plane, and we sit there. And we sit there. Sit there for like an hour. And they finally come on the intercom like, oh, yeah, this is uh, up front and just letting you know that... um, uh, the pilot uh, had to leave, and so we were trying to find someone to fly the plane. Probably had huh. dinner where Amy had dinner. Whoa. And I said, Salmon, food poisoning. Huh, we don't have a pilot to fly the plane. He had to be taken off the plane. So, A, was he drunk? And they I don't think that's what you go to. <laughs> well, what else could it be? Food poisoning. Overflown too many hours. Yeah. No show. Oh, so, so the whole other crew is an overflown. Yeah, sometimes able- they recombine. I don't know. I, can, yeah, I don't, I don't think drunk is the... Well, that's immediately what I okay. thought. So we sit there for an hour on the plane. Hour and 20 minutes, they, they're finally like, okay, we're going to get off the plane, oh. and we're going to wait. So we get off the plane, sit in the little ob- lobby area for 30 minutes, and they go over the loudspeaker, your flight has been canceled. We have no pilot. Yeesh. Boom. Flight canceled. So what happened? So I had to fly the next day. So I didn't fly out till Saturday <laughs> and come back on Sunday. 
So I was there for 27 hours. Oh, what a vacation. <laughs> and you think the doll did that? Well, I mean, why else would it happen? No, nothing like this happens to me in my regular life. This doll comes along and everything bad happens to me. For those that are new to the show, Lunchbox had a haunted doll for a week. He kept it. He dared the dog to curse him for 30 days. And it looks like that curse is continuing on. Oh, you, you want to talk but, about it? Or, let me throw this at you. Maybe if the pilot was drunk, the fact that he didn't fly was a good thing for you. Oh, yeah. way to look at it. But they have two pilots. I trust the other one. I don't know. I, it was just, <laughs> it, it was, it, it was terrible. Because right. you sit on the plane for an hour. That and, part is untouchable. Oh, my goodness. All right, one more. Hey, <laughs> what's the hat? Eddie, what's happened in your life? Guys, my wife does something that drives me nuts. And this weekend, we went to the grocery store. And she's been doing it for years. But finally, I told her, you have to stop. I'm over it. But we go shopping, and she gets a bag of chips, and she's hungry. So she opens it before we check out. I'm like, why do you do this? She, By the time we get to the checkout, guys, she's eating the entire bag of chips. I'm like, I don't And does know. she pay for it? Well, of course. And who cares? Yeah. But, I mean, can you imagine going to the grocery store and seeing everyone just eating their food when you get there? Just scan the, the, the empty bags? Well, they pay for it. Who cares? Oh, no. I've I, opened things up and eaten while I'm shopping before. Yeah, and I'll yeah. drink. If I'm thirsty, I'll get a bottle of water and drink it, and then just put the bottle in the thing and pay for it on the way out. You guys will? Oh, no. That'll drive me crazy. I don't think anyone's on your team. What's wrong with this? Yeah, Why I don't, I don't understand you? what's wrong with that. I mean, it's not like you have a whole chicken, like a rotisserie chicken, like hot. And even then, if you pay for it, who cares? I feel like she would do that, too. Like, you don't take your kids and, like, open up a snack and let them eat? No, no. No, we shop and we pay for everything. And then when we get in the car, eat away. Is anyone on Eddie's team here at all? Morgan? Yeah, I would be. I mean, I I don't eat anything at the store. I just Boom. wait until but, I get home. But Ever? would you be upset mm-hmm. that that people were eating as long as they paid for it? I mean, if I see one person doing it, no. But if I do see multiple, I'll probably be like, oh, that's a little strange. Guys, this is my wife. And that's why I'm like, I can tell her something. Hey, let's not do that. It just, it's weird to me. It's not weird. Ray? Yeah, I suck down a protein shake every time I go to the grocery store. And I don't even pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, we don't side with you. Maybe it's me. Their purpose is to sell product, and as Mm -hmm. long as they sell product, I don't think they care. As long as you pay for it. All right. All right, that's what's up. Thank you. What's the haps? Hey, what's the haps? Hey, it's Bobby Bones. You could save over $500 on your car insurance with the General Insurance. Take a closer look at the General and get quality insurance for less. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Let's reach into the mailbag. Here we go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My fiance is a touring musician, and I'm having a really hard time figuring out how to be 100% supportive of his career. He toured. We met. Then we went through the pandemic. Then I got used to him being home all the time. Well, I want to be a supportive fiance, but I'm such a quality time person that it's been really hard on me and our relationship. I don't want him to quit his passion, but he's not around that much. How can I be 100% supportive without feeling like I'm sacrificing my happiness for his career? Any advice is appreciated. Signed, anonymously missing him. Well, first, I understand your heart. And your heart says you miss him, you wish he was around more. But first, I got to say, you kind of knew what you were getting into whenever you met him. Like, he was doing this when you met him. You knew who you were getting with. That That is his job. So I think to ask him, hey, I need you to really stay home a lot more. That's a tough one. That's a, yeah, I know. That's a tough ask. Had I she- think had, had it happened while you were together where he goes, I want to get out on the road and live out my touring days. That's a different conversation altogether. 
for me, I have made some sacrifices, where so has Caitlin, where I don't go on the road as much and shoot TV shows or tour. And then when I do, she goes on the road with me because we both can actually kind of do that. You know, she can go out a little bit. I can stay home a little bit more. And that has been a compromise. But if this is his job where he's got to go out and this is how he makes his living, that's hard. I think maybe you think about, hey, how can we probably scale this down in five years or so? Like, what can we figure out so you can kind of do this in town? You're playing in studio sessions. But I think just generally, it's how do you deal with someone who's gone, who travels a lot? It doesn't have to be a musician. Amy, I know when your husband was in the military, this was a thing for you where you couldn't tell him not to travel. I mean, yeah, you have no choice. Like deployments happen and they, sometimes they happen on a whim. You have no idea. How did you deal with it emotionally? I think, well, I knew getting into it that he was, this was his job. So I just had to not uh, put that pressure on him in any way or make him feel bad because he was out doing what he needed to do. Especially his job is dangerous. So I didn't want to stress him out. So when I would talk to him, I was always tried to stay super supportive and just found a community of my own, found other uh, wives and friends that were in similar situations. And then I would vent more to them. That way I wasn't venting to him because again, he did not have a choice. So find a community. If you push him to get off the road, it's going to push him to stay on the road. Mm. So my encouragement to you is be super supportive, but also say, hey, let's set a long-term goal because we have kids. It's going to be hard for you to be away so long because that's a thing. And then also, what this is what you can say to him. What can I do to make your life easier and you help me in this part and you stay home a little more? Like we can figure out a way for both of us. Because yeah. it's not so bad if someone offers you something when asking for something. When somebody tries to take something from you, that's tough because you're like, wait, what's happening here? Taking my life. But if you go, hey, I would like to offer this up. If you can do this, it's a lot easier to swallow as that pill. So it's a tough situation. Talk long-term goals. Be supportive and offer something in exchange for him offering something back. That's what I would say. And then just get, hey, just get used to the, the life at home or be, go on the road. Learn how to do front of house. <laughs> Learn how to do sound. Get a job with yeah, them. There you go. Uh, thank you for the email. That is tough. That is a tough situation for anyone that has a, a partner that travels a whole lot. I think a lot of people relate. And good luck, and thank you for emailing. All right, that's the mailbag. We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Lunchbox went to Florida over the weekend. What was going on? Uh, my wife went down there with her in-laws earlier in the week, and so I was just going down there to spend the weekend with them. So you go, but you want to let the people that are flying the airplane know what? I want to let the stewardess or flight attendant, whatever you call them, know that, hey, if someone gets out of control, I'm your guy. We've talked about this a few times, and we've even seen TikTok videos where if you're boarding a plane, they say flight attendants are checking out passengers, and those passengers, they're looking at them to see if they're physically fit enough to take down somebody who's causing trouble, and you wanted them to look at you. I wanted them to look at me and say, hey, you're fit enough, and just give me a signal. And I wanted to make sure she knew the signal so that way I wouldn't misinterpret. You know, like if she, you know, just rubbed her nose, I'm like, oh, that's a go. And you oh, attack somebody. Okay. Yeah. She's itching. Right. That's why we had to come up with a signal for her to give me so I could go at it. So you have the entire conversation of you talking to the flight attendant about what the yep. signal is. You know, she's, yeah, she's welcoming you on the plane. Hi, welcome aboard. And then that's when I hit her with the, hey, let's go. Okay, here we go. How's it going? Good, good. Good. Now, if, you, if any of these people yeah. get unruly, just let you know. Let me know. You're take care of yeah, because I, I will. Because I know you always check and see, like, oh, who can help me? Look at me. I, I can. I can help you. Okay. <laughs> you just give me the right. signal. I'll Tap your head signal. three times, and I'll and tackle them. And I'll tackle them. All right. Em. All right. Got it covered. 
I feel like she was mocking you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. She laughed really sure. hard, and then she kept going like, okay, and then I'll turn around three times. And- Funny guy. Yeah. No, no, no. I think she was like, okay, she was trying to make a joke of it around the other passengers to maybe make them feel comfortable, but I think her eyes were telling me, like, you're the guy, you look like you can do some damage. I didn't hear that. I heard her mouth telling you, <laughs> ha, 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 She's like, okay. No, no, she said she would tap her head three times. Yeah, anything happened on the plane? Uh, no, no, everything was cool, calm, collected, because I think the other... You know, passengers heard me, and they're like, "Wow, we don't want to get on the bad side oh, of this wow. guy." So, what were you wearing? Uh, I was wearing like uh, a tight t-shirt or something to show off the goods. I was wearing a shirt, just a t-shirt and some um, like jogging jogger pants, like in you case know. you had to move quick. Yes, that way, you know, light on my feet. Didn't have a backpack or anything. That way, I was quick. You know what I mean? I just want to hear her laugh one more time, if it's okay with you guys. <laughs> yes, please. To see if she was laughing at his suggestion. Or she- is she? No, no. Vote. Is she laughing at me, or is she just trying to make the other passengers feel comfortable? And she's saying, "Yeah, I'm, you're on my side." Good point. Let's hear it. Because I know you always check and see, like, "Oh, who can help me? Look at me. I, I can. I can help you." Okay. <laughs> you got it. Just give me the right. signal. I'll Tap your head signal. three times, and I'll tackle. I feel like when he said, "Look at me," that's when the hard laugh came out. <laughs> She looked at him. Yeah, yeah, let's vote. I feel like she was looking at him and laughing, not taking him seriously. Same. Laughing, big joke to her. But, hey, you offered it. That's right. You know what most people do? They hide in their seat and act like they're asleep. Me, I've let her know ahead of time. Let's go. And she let you know ahead of time, that's a no. That's it. (laughs) This program is brought to you by BetterHelp. You have a lot on your mind. BetterHelp makes it easy to find a licensed therapist suited to your needs. Get 10% off your first month of online therapy B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash bones. Betterhelp dot com slash bones. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Louise Duncan, she's leaving church and she's talking to her friends outside and she notices this bird just kind of walking on the sidewalk. Almost looks like a pet, not really a natural bird that should be in the sky. It's got these like orange, yellow things on the feather. So she calls animal control and says, look, I think someone's pet's missing and it's over here. It's a bird. So they come, they put it in a box and then the animal animal control, they take a picture of it and they post it on their social media. Well, hours later, somebody writes in and says, that's our bird. We lost it three years ago. That's our cockatiel. And they said, prove it. And they said, well, it's funny you ask that because when we owned the bird, we taught it how to dance to the Andy Griffith Show. So here's a clip of the bird actually dancing. Lucky's owners say they taught him how to dance to the theme song from the Andy Griffith Show. So they decided to give it a try. He started whistling that song and the bird started dancing Hilarious. and bobbing his head. And- <laughs> Amazing. Hilarious. Hey, so Animal Control's like, all right, you got uh, it, come you, pick him up. You have proven <laughs> that you are the owner. How funny Hilarious. is that? Hilarious. Wow, that's awesome. That And... That, that made yeah. me smile. Yes. I mean, a, gri- a grizzled old guy like me smile. Hey, that's what we do here. Yeah. That's, that's right, Eddie. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'll give you three movies from the 90s. You tell me what actor or actress starred in all three of them, okay? Oh. And coming up in a second, Morgan will review a movie from the 90s, which is Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery that she's never seen, but she was born in 93. So that's coming up in the next segment. But... For example, if I say A League of Their Own, You've Got Mail, Forrest Gump, that is... Tom Hanks. Right. Everybody got, got it? Got it. Yep. Don't miss one or you are eliminated. Oh, wow. Up first, Speed. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Point Break. What movie from the 90s? Three movies from the 90s that feature one actor. All right, there you go. 
Amy? Keanu Reeves. Lunchbox? Keanu Reeves. Eddie? Keanu Reeves. Good. Number two. A Few Good Men, 1992. Days of Thunder, 1990. Eyes Wide Shut, 1999. Huh? A Few Good Men, Days of Thunder, Eyes Wide Shut. Amy's struggling. You guys well, have it? Yes, I I'm have between it. two people. I got it. It's that third movie. I'm confused. That third one was weird. Yeah. Never seen that third Never one. Never seen it. You're good. <laughs> Don't. Okay, I'm in. Everybody in? In. Lunchbox. Tom Cruise. Eddie? Tom Cruise. Amy? Tom Cruise. Yeah. His Eyes Wide show was Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, I think, when they were married. Yes. Is that right, Mikey? Yeah. Okay, good. Next one. Romeo and Juliet, 1996. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? 1993, The Man in the Iron Mask, 1998. Everybody in? In. 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 Eddie? Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo D. All right. Number four, Never Been Kissed, Uh-oh. 99. The Wedding Singer, 1998. Scream, 1996. Can you name the person who was in all three of those? Never Been Kissed. Hmm. The Wedding Singer. Scream. Hold on. Scream throws me off. Mm. I gotta go with that person because that's the only person I know. Okay. About five seconds, guys. Everybody good? Yeah. I know. Amy, I'm gonna start back with you. Drew Barrymore? Okay, interesting. Lunchbox? I went with Drew Barrymore, but I've only seen The Wedding Singer. I don't know the other ones. Julia Gulia? Scream. I don't think she's in that. Yeah, I didn't know she was in Scream. Eddie? uh, Drew Barrymore. Now, if you think back to Scream, she's in the very opening scene. That's it. Oh, wow. But she is in it. It is Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Goodwill Hunting, 1997. Patch Adams... 1998, Jumanji, 1995. What actor was in all three of those movies in the 90s? By the way, when I say actor, it could mean man or woman. I just don't want to confuse anybody. I think that's the term now for somebody who acts. Everybody good? Yeah, should we call him Um, You good? You're not good? What are you you doing over there? I'm thinking. Five seconds. Shoot! Oh, my brain. All right, gonna start with you, Amy, since you're struggling the most. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck's best friend. His best friend. Matt Damon? That guy. Is it Matt Damon? Well, I will not accept Ben Affleck's <laughs> best friend. So that's incorrect. That doesn't work. Lunchbox. Robin Williams. Eddie? Robin Williams. Oh. Correct. <laughs> Not- he was Patch oh. Adams. What a good movie Patch Adams was back oh, in the day. That was good. Really I good. I yeah. see that, should I? Yeah, I don't care. All right, <laughs> next up. <laughs> Shoot. G.I. Jane, Uh-oh. Ghost, Indecent Proposal. Only two people remain. If we get through this one and the next one, it goes to speed around. I got it, Lunch. Okay, I'm great. I don't. You don't have to intimidate me. I got it too. You're not cool. Okay, same time. One, two, three. Demi, Demi Moore. Moore. Good. I can beat you. Batman Forever. Uh oh. I don't know what that is. Days of Thunder. 
Eyes wide shut. Days of thunder. Hey, I got it, so don't even worry. You can play possum all you want. I'm in. One, two, three. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Oh, what? Why did he delay like that? I don't no. want to see if you were wrong, and no, I, I was still, ready to sell. You got to go on one, two, three, though. Like it's written right there. You got to go you on gotta, one, two, three. Hate. All right, speed round. Great. Whenever you know it, just buzz in with your name. You I'm gonna it. give you one. If you jump in, that's your shot. Wow! Just jump in the first one. Lunch. Okay, Eddie. Okay. Thank you. Ready? Yeah. From 1995. Ooh. While you were sleeping. Don't know what that is. From 1998. Hope floats. Eh. Oh. He didn't, say, he didn't say, didn't his say name. my name. He didn't say his whole name. Lunchbox. Go ahead. Julia Roberts. Let's go. Incorrect. <laughs> Dang. Go I, don't know any, I don't know anybody in that movie. Eddie, you want to hear the third one? Please. And you can guess and miss it, and you're both still in. Practical Magic from 1999. So you have While You Were Sleeping, Hope Floats, and Practical Magic. I don't know what those are. I only know Hope Floats from Garth's To Make yeah. You Feel My Love. And that's Harry Connick Jr., but this is... I think the female actor. So give me Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is correct. Yeah! Isn't that who I guess? No, I just guessed Julia Roberts. Yeah, they're different. Yeah. They're different. Isn't that who I guessed? Let's yeah. go! Totally I was like, you just guessed the same person I did, idiot. Eddie, nice Come job, on. buddy. Thank you, thank you. Wow, okay. Uh, would you have gotten this one? Sleepless in Seattle, City of Angels, You've Got Mail. Yes, Meg Ryan. Correct. Would you have got this one? Dancing with Wolves, The Bodyguard, Waterworld. Yes, Kevin Cosner. You run the table, buddy. Come nice on. job. There's our big winner, Eddie. Come on, guys. Let's hear it. And coming Nothing. up in a second, Morgan will review Austin Powers. Morgan was born in 1993, so when we make movie or pop culture references from the 90s, because most of us were born in the 80s, she doesn't get them. So we started this little experiment where we make her watch our old shows and old movies, and she tells us if they're any good or not. Seinfeld, you didn't love. No, not very much. Back to the Future. Love. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you do any other ones? Karate Kid. And? I think that's it. Was it good? Yeah, I really liked it. So she's going to tell us and give us her review of Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> next. Okay, she watched it. She will give us the review and we'll assign another one to her in the next segment. <laughs> we'll be right back. Global events have the potential to impact us through cyber attacks. And you know, most experts say businesses, institutions, utility infrastructures, they get targeted first. But they're also saying, hey, it's more important now than ever to practice what they call cyber hygiene. Now, this includes multi-factor authentication, updating software, creating strong passwords, even using a VPN. We have to make these smart choices. It's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. It's out there. We do it. In an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours, sometimes even harm your finances and your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number being for sale on the dark web. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save 25% off your first year by using the promo code BONES. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BONES for 25% off. Morgan, who's our head of our digital, social media, any of the stuff on the internet. She was born in 1993, so she hasn't seen a lot of the movies that we've seen from back in our day. So we'll make references, and she won't get it. So we kind of started this thing where we make her watch old shows, old movies. Uh, She watched Seinfeld. She didn't like it. Back to the Future, loved it. Karate Kid, she really liked it. So the last one we assigned her was Austin Powers, 
International Man of Mystery. Yeah, baby, yeah! That's all. Yeah. That's the only clip, is that? <laughs> all right, Morgan, so give us your review. Well, I did watch this all in one sitting, and how I watched it in one sitting, I have absolutely no idea. This is arguably the stupidest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it was really funny back in the day. I mean, listen, I did get some giggles out. I'll admit that. Like, there were moments, but I was laughing because of how stupid it was. It wasn't like, this is funny. It was like, oh my gosh, did that really just happen? When the first one came out, it was a huge deal. And I remember going to Austin Powers 2 and you couldn't get a seat. People were so pumped that a sequel was out. I mean, it took like two weeks to get in to watch this movie because everybody wanted to go. Would you be interested in watching Austin Powers 2 if it was up to you? If it was up to me, I would not watch okay. anymore. And Austin I'm not going to make you. Yeah, you're out. You're <laughs> oh, done. Okay. You can tap out. But what do you give it? Oh, like one out of five groovy babies. One? Yeah. Wow. What did you oh, not man. like about it? It wasn't that, it, it, like, I think I realized that they made it to be stupid and funny. I just, like, couldn't handle it. I was like, I should have been, like, drunk watching this movie. That's what I felt like <laughs> the whole time. I shouldn't have been sober. It just didn't feel right. Did anyone not like Austin Powers back in the day? Mm, everybody, love everybody love it? Love yes. it. Yeah. It was so good back in the day. Maybe, though, when old people go, man, those three stooges, they were hilarious. <laughs> like, old people, and you're like, but that was funny to you? They're just <laughs> punching each other in the face. Poking each other's eyes out. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's just, it's just a generation gap thing. Yeah, it was just too cheesy. Like, I wanted to get into it and I, I couldn't. I was like, this is stupid. It's supposed to be kind of cheesy. It's a parody. Though, right? Yeah. A parody of James okay. Bond. We can't fight for it. <laughs> okay. It's her opinion. <laughs> one out of five. Um, you want a serious one or a funny one next? I got both queued up. Oh, I mean... The serious one's going to be very long. Okay. But it's going to be very good. The funny one won't be as long. But I also think it's very good, or I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, we've done three kind of at least comedy-ish ones besides Karate Kid, so let's do serious. Is two weeks a good enough time for you? Like, if I give you two weeks to yes, watch it, you don't? Okay. I can manage that. Then we're going to give you Shawshank Redemption. Oh, oh you're going to love good it. One. Eddie's been wanting me to do this for so long. She's going to love one it, One of Bones. the best movies ever. Not, and I have not watched it at all. Yeah, yeah. Not just of the last 10 years or... Just, I think, one of the best movies ever. Forrest Gump, one of the best movies ever. Shawshank Redemption. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. (laughs) Those are the three. According to you. (laughs) So, Shawshank Redemption will be your next movie. It is, it's not even that long. How long is it? Well, back in the day, it was super long at two hours, 22 minutes. Oh, yeah. But that's like half a Marvel Avengers movie now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. You'll be watching Shawshank Redemption. Let us know in the next two weeks if you finish it. And we can't wait for your review. I will. I'm excited. But a little bit, we all want to do an impression of Austin Powers. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah baby. baby. Lunchbox? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> do it again. Yeah, baby. That's I pretty good. Here. <laughs> do the it's one, like one. Kermit and Austin Powers <laughs> had a baby. <laughs> right. <Yeah. sighs> Hold on. Yeah, baby. That's pretty huh. okay. Okay. That's, That's good. Better. Yeah. Right. Acting class is paying off. That's true. <laughs> I don't know really? why she brings that up today. Really? really? Uh, later really on, go- though, <laughs> speaking of that, later on, somebody else will be cut from the movie role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lunchbox was cut yesterday, sadly. Today we'll remove someone else from the mix because one of you guys are going to get an acting spot on a real-life movie on a stream- major streaming service with a major actress. Okay? <laughs> on the phone, Erica in North Carolina. Erica, thanks for calling the show. What's going on? Me and my husband have been married 10 years. We're celebrating our 10-year anniversary next month. We are doing a vow renewal. Um, basically, we knew each other six weeks before we got married. He was um, my best friend's sister at the time. 
and it kind of just happened. But again, we've been married 10 years now, so it worked out. Three kids, three dogs later. Um, we are trying to decide on a vow renewal song. So we didn't get the original wedding. In the beginning, we actually got married in the basement of an apartment complex. <laughs> And we are doing our vow renewal, and we are struggling. I got to you. Agree. No, I got. I got the song for you. I'm glad you called. I got the perfect song. Which, by the way, I think he is probably your best friend's brother, not sister. Just making sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> so on yesterday's show, we had Ben Rector in. He has a song I love so much. It's called Steady Love, and it's about. Like having that steady love is like the greatest thing ever. It's not when you meet someone and fireworks are going off and who knows how that'll work out, but it's like the real stuff that lasts for a long time. Here's a clip of that song. I think that's probably what you guys have is very steady love and it's the greatest thing and i would encourage you to check that song out because it sounds like that's what it is and congratulations on, on having a wedding but mostly congratulations on being together that long that's pretty cool thank you so there's my recommendation steady love by ben rector and if that doesn't work Obviously, genuine pony. <laughs> you have two options there. But uh, check out Ben Rector, Steady Love. That sounds like the perfect story and song for you guys. And hey, thanks for calling. Hope it's awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. See you later. If you're ready for your next job, trust your local experts at Express Employment Professionals. Express helps more than a half a million people find work each year and never charges a fee. Find a location at expresspros.com or download the Express Jobs app. Here's Amy's pile of stories. According to a recent survey, 68% of people think that an artist's work can be separated from the artist. Unless it's R. Kelly. I mean, really? Good point. I know, I, but sometimes I'm like, I believe I can I don't. Fly. Not anymore. I know. Like, I try not to. Zero. Um, I, I was talking to Cheryl Crow about this with the late, on the latest Bobbycast, and it's, I guess, up to a point, and then it gets to a point where not anymore. So, like, R. Kelly can't do... What about the Cosby show? Wait, they don't show it anymore. And also, I don't think I could watch it because I would just think about that the whole time. Totally. Now, when a Michael Jackson song comes on, it's different for me because yeah. sometimes I'll go... You know, it wasn't proven in court. I start to go through my head all that little. <laughs> you can't even enjoy the music. And I'm like, Jackson 5, totally cool. He was a kid. But some of the older stuff, I start to go, well, he actually wasn't convicted. He settled. So maybe he didn't do that. But I still think about it. But yeah, it just depends on how severe it is. This one is for all the women out there or men if you happen to wear makeup. But your makeup brushes, they might be dirtier than toilets if you're not cleaning them. Ooh. So make sure you are taking the time to wash them out with soap every once in a while because they took samples from 12 different brushes and 11 of the 12 that were tested were dirtier than, yes, what you could imagine. I understand that people like to go, ah, it's dirtier than a toilet. Toilets aren't really that dirty if you clean it regularly. Think about the rim. Your butt cheeks are on it. Your butt cheeks aren't that dirty, <laughs> right? I mean, follow me here. Yeah. Let's say you pee on the rim. Your pee, not that dirty. You go the opposite of pee. Usually, room down the hole and gone, and then you clean in the next four or five days. So it's a nice headline because we think toilet bathroom gross. gross. But yeah. toilet, I would imagine sinks and kitchens are far dirtier than toilets and bathrooms. 
because of all the weird food that goes in. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what else? Lainey Wilson won two ACM awards last month. Here's a clip of Lainey Wilson for you guys. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. And she just sat down with People Magazine and said that it took her a day to actually process what happened. She said that she sat in the bathtub and cried, and it was the biggest moment of her career, and she still gets goosebumps every time she thinks about it. You've also sat in your bathtub and cried? Yes, not for any career highlights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like. And you had the water on you. Yeah, I sit in my shower often and, like, yes, just have it streamed down on me. But not because you want an ACM? Mm-mm. No. What do you do for big career moments? I forget I'm going to move on to the next thing. <laughs> you don't even remember them. No, I'm like I'm celebrating. I'm like, okay, okay. But now all oh, this is going to go away soon. So I got I to keep hustling. All right. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. Want better skin from your body wash? Try Olay Body Wash with skincare super ingredient collagen. Olay Body Wash hydrates for healthier looking skin in just 14 days. From dry and dull to firm and radiant. With Olay Body, you feel fearless in your skin. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There's this third grader sitting in class, and he's trying to open his water bottle, and he can't get the cap off, can't get the cap off, so he kind of bites it with his teeth and squeezes the bottle, and the bottle cap shoots down his throat, stuck. Oh, man. And he feels himself choking. He's like, "Uh uh-oh. And so he gets up, and it's all caught on camera because they have cameras in the classroom. He walks up to the teacher, Miss Jenkins, and he starts, like, he has big eyes, and he's patting, like, pointing at his throat. She's like, oh, no. Gives him the high. I'm like, Three hoods. Bottle cap shoots out. I saw the video. The video is unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Miss Jenkins didn't skip a beat. She, she was did it right away. So calm, so, like cool, calm, collective, like a cucumber. Well, he's there. Wow, he added an extra one. And <laughs> she like said, from the Cumberland. Back in the day when I was a preschool. In California. <laughs> she said, back in the day when she was a preschool teacher, she had to learn CPR. And it just was, she wow. went into, boom, instinct, did it. Boom, took him down to the nurse. He's okay. And yelled, cowabunga. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. She's cool, calm, collected, like a cucumber in California on the Cumberland River saying cowabunga. That's right. That's a good, I'm surprised I remembered all that. Honestly. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good one, though. I mean, the, the video you watch. Imagine you're it, the kid, though. and you do. And oh, he had the big just, eyes, oh, and he was just, just like, stunned. You're just stunned. <gasps> yeah, that sucks. Oh. But in the end, it's awesome. Shout out to her. She's yeah. courageous. Yes. And? Cool. Uh-huh. Collective. Oh, you already said Okay. Cool. Anyway, all right. That's what it's all no, about. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.